welcome to another episode of Bitter and Jaded. I'm your host, Joshua Scott, and today I have with me a woman whose tour of Italy does not include unlimited soup, salad, and breadsticks, my friend Alyssa Marie. How are you? Doing great. How about yourself? I'm fantastic. I'm fantastic. So tell people a little bit about yourself. My name is Alyssa Marie. I am a New York native, lived there <laughs> most of my life, um, and I love to travel. Yeah, cool, cool. Well, you know, I made a really dumb pun about your, um, where you been, so we're just going to start off with that. Uh, you were a tour guide. In Italy. So how did that come about? Um, So I studied abroad in Rome when I was in college. Mm -hmm. And while I was there, I found out that I really, really, really liked traveling. Uh Uh, It was my first big time out out of the country, mainly my first time traveling by myself. Uh, And I noticed I really liked it. So I decided that the company that I traveled with a lot while I was abroad, I wanted to work for them when I graduated. Oh, cool. So they were called Smart Trips. Uh, Smart Trips, sorry. Mm. Um, no S. And no Would S. Would they get mad at you if you said the S? <laughs> we always made fun of people. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, off the record, you oh, know. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> um, and so I tried to keep in contact with them throughout my time uh, when I had to go back to graduate for two years. Mm. And once I graduated... I, well, before I graduated, I applied and got accepted. That's super cool. That's super <laughs> cool. So, like, how long were you being a tour guide in Italy? So, it was supposed to be about a year, but uh, thanks to COVID-19, <laughs> that was cut a bit short. Oh. Um, <laughs> but it ended up being probably around eight months. Okay. That that's, still pretty, that's, all, you know, that's still pretty good. That's pretty pretty good i'm um, ready to go back yeah <laughs> um what kind of tours did you guide so i actually worked for the company that i worked for we did tours of other countries oh sweet for college students mm-hmm. so like when college students would study abroad in florence or rome or wherever but those were our two bases um they would contact us and we would bring them to other countries so we bring them to prague spain um Berlin, France. I don't know why I'm naming cities and then countries. They're just the <laughs> ones that right. are coming into that. That's head. right. I've been to none of those. <laughs> That's super awesome. That's super awesome. How many of these did you do? Like a bunch? I mean, eight um, months. I've, I've, during my eight months, I probably did, I'd say, 10 weekend trips and then maybe another 15 day trips because we oh, okay. did both day and weekend. Yeah. Um, and it was just a really great way to get to travel all over the world. Yeah. That's and, you know, cool. <laughs> not necessarily have to pay for it, <laughs> which is the most important part. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> so, like, what were, like, your main duties? You're like, you, you get these, what ha- what happens? You just, people show up? What? So, it was actually a pretty crazy job. Um, you basically don't get paid unless you <laughs> sell things, okay. which is great because, you know, you're then trying to peddle these tours to college students. Mm. So, you know, if you're, like, walking around a city and there's, oh. Big red bus, big red bus. Uh-huh. Those people trying to hand out all the was pamphlets. That, you? Are you big that red was bus? me. Uh, <laughs> I was not big red bus, but we would basically camp outside of colleges in Italy, so in Florence and Rome, mm-hmm. uh, and wait for classes to get out. And as soon as they did, we would bombard the students with flyers and try not to get arrested by Italian police. <laughs> how how often? Like, how did that work? Like, was it like? Every time you did it, you would get people, or it's just like most so, people tell you to just go away. <laughs> yeah, a, a lot of people told us to go away. Yeah, a lot of people really don't like being handed uh, <laughs> pamphlets as they're walking out of class. Uh-huh. Surprisingly, I know. I know. I mean, I, I would love getting handed pamphlets. <laughs> I know from a stranger. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's my great. favorite thing. Um, yeah, so a lot of people were really mean, uh, but. <laughs> 
we would basically do this. We would wake up, say, seven or six, seven, mm-hmm. somewhere between there, be at the schools by 7.30 or 8 so that when they're going into classes, we're there to get those kids. And then when they're leaving, we were just there all day long. First thing in the morning. First <laughs> yeah. thing in the morning, do like, you want to get on a big red bus? And then you want to go on the bus? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then um, at night, we actually, we were club promoters. Oh, so, fine. you know, doing it all. We So we were basically awake from 6 until like 3 and then do it again every single day. Uh, you know, sometimes a little midday siesta, uh-huh. but <laughs> but that was the job, and it sounds crazy when I tell people that I did it. Mm-hmm. Um, sounds crazy to me when I tell people that because you know you're basically working for free until someone buys something. Yeah. Um, but it was the most amazing experience. I made some of my best friends from it. That's cool. Uh, we talk every day still. Some of my roommates. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was a really really awesome experience. Awesome. So so now like what do you do? So now. You've passed out a million flyers. You've been cursed out. They've thrown rocks at you. <laughs> and now you got one. Now what? Uh, basically, or you we... got several, I guess. Not yeah. one's not going to do anything. <laughs> we would just have to sell them the trips. Yeah. So they would go onto our website or come into our like walk-in sales, mm-hmm. and they would book a trip. And then how many trips you sold is basically deciding how many trips you get to go on. Mm-hmm. So the more you sell, the more you get to go on. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, that's... It's part of it, I guess. You know, just like how many days were you out there shaking them down and not getting anything? That's crazy. Many days. (laughs) (laughs) It was definitely a right after college job. I could not afford to do that ever again. It definitely put me in little bit of debt yeah but worth it yeah <laughs> that's just what you have to keep saying so it's was there any it. training where they just like no you could just handle this go like- uh, we actually did have a decent amount of training oh, in the beginning like kind of explaining all the trips and what we're really supposed to be doing so they honestly were really good with that mm, kind of preparing us to go out onto the streets and bombard college students was there tips of how to deal with them like screaming at you don't cry. Don't cry? Is that, <laughs> is that all it takes? Why? If you cry, they, it's like they smell blood they, in the they water. Can, yeah, they yeah. can sense your weakness. <laughs> <laughs> That's super awesome. That's super awesome. <laughs> so, like, when you when you got these people to, to finally go on these trips, so then what you said you got to go. So, what does that mean? You get to yeah. go and party? Or do you have to go and, like, direct it? You're or... like a chaperone. A glorified chaperone, I'd uh-huh. say. But aren't um, they your age? Yeah, so I was only, like, a year or two older. Uh-huh. And so I'm not there to tell them what to do. You know, like, we were, the com- you know, college students come to Europe and they want to drink. So, yeah. like, we did booze cruises and all yeah. that type of stuff. Um, but, oh, I lost my train of thought. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was the question again? <laughs> Sorry. No, no, no. You're good. You're good. So, like, like you're, the, like, the same age as them. Like, do you have oh, to, like, yeah. direct them, kiss them on the cheek, make sure they're doing their <laughs> job? Like, like, you know. Um. So, we're basically there. A lot of these students, this is their first time ever even traveling outside of the country, let alone by themselves. Um. So, we're kind of there to help them get from Italy to the country. So, we would take these anywhere from 12 to like 23 hours mm. bus rides oh wow um, <laughs> to our destination so we're there like all throughout the bus drive making sure they're good um and then we're kind of a i'd say a glorified babysitter mm. uh you know making sure that they're safe making sure they check into the hostel making sure that they're back on the bus on time so you're really just this glorified babysitter mm. but 
I got to go to so many insane places. Like, I went to Oktoberfest. Oh, cool. And that was something I really... Ne- I'm not a beer drinker at yeah. all. So that's not something that ever really, you know, piqued my interest. Uh-huh. It was one of the coolest experiences ever. And <laughs> uh, I went to Slovenia, mm-hmm. which was another place that I literally have not stopped thinking about since I left. <laughs> that's so cool. Um, that's so awesome. That's so awesome. So you didn't have to do any, like, tour guide thing. You just had to make sure the drunks got on the bus, basically? Yeah, essentially. We, like, so when we would get to the cities, we actually hired tour guides. So that was another oh, great sweet. thing is we would be in charge of, you know, getting the group to meet up with the tour guide and mm-hmm. then going on the tour with them, mm-hmm. which was really nice because a lot of times this was my first time in that country. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm, you know, bringing around all of these <laughs> students. Um that's just so scary to me to think that the that like like I'm not a parent or whatever, but say I have like a you know like a 18, 19 or whatever, and they're they're going across the country and they're like oh they're gonna be safe and then they get on a tour and their chaperone is the exact same age if not barely older <laughs> who's never been to the said the place that they're going either. So yeah. it's just like did you have to speak the language? So most like, of the time there was at least one person, so they would send like three chaperones per bus. Uh-huh. Most of the time, there was at least one person that had been to the country, mm. um, unless we were like super desperate mm. or it was a brand new trip. Um, but yeah, it was it was just really insane. Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever have to deal with like like any like horror stories? Like what are like? Okay, anything I actually that really have bad? one. Yeah, really. These are my favorite insane stories. So we were at Oktoberfest. <laughs> um, and we have two days at the festival, and then the day that we're leaving, we go to a concentration camp. Oh, wow. Um, and we're looking all over for one of our kids. <laughs> Can't find him. Can't find him. But the numbers are right, and we're like, why the heck are these numbers right? Turns out that a student, one of our students, the night before, had a little bit too much fun at Oktoberfest, mm-hmm. <laughs> And couldn't find his way back, lost all his belongings, um, <laughs> but knew that we were going to be going to the camp the next day. Uh-huh. So he shows up on another company's bus <laughs> to the camp. I don't know how they let him on. Uh-huh. No clue. Shows up to the camp in his full, um, I can't think of what the guy's, Derndal is the girl's, but like the- Lederhosen. Yeah. Oh, he shows up awesome. to, I'm pretty sure it was Dachau, mm. in his full Lederhosen and everyone is just staring at him and we are literally mortified to be with this student but we can't like tell them to go away yeah (laughs) um so that was a really crazy time some of these students are really wild and yeah (laughs) like no respect (laughs) oh my god well i mean he probably didn't have a choice he he didn't he didn't but we were all just like oh my (laughs) God. <laughs> you didn't make him buy a t-shirt at the gift shop or something? I, I, know, I don't think they have those there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, you mentioned some of the other countries that um, that you've been to. Are there, like, what was, like, your favorite place that you went to? Um, That's a really hard question. Yeah. So Italy is my top most amazing place in the world. Mm-hmm. I would move there in a heartbeat. Um, I love it more than anything. Mm-hmm. Countries I visited... I really love Germany. Mm. Um, really great people, really great food. Um, I also love how they've kind of, you know, they take history and they're like, okay, maybe we messed up, but we're here now. And, you know, they have memorials and museums and just really, really great art 
Uh-huh. Um, so it's just a really great place to be. Um, I also really love Sylvania. Libuana is just an amazing city. And the food was amazing as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then another really awesome place I've been is Morocco. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was by far one of the most different places I've been. Because, you know, a lot of the European countries are very similar. Yeah. And so Morocco is this, like, completely different world, basically, compared <laughs> to them. Yeah. And that was one of the coolest things I've ever done. <laughs> I got to climb the Atlas Mountains. Oh, sick. Um, which is something I definitely never thought I would do. Uh-huh. We had to, like, climb up a waterfall. Um, <laughs> so it was just a really, really awesome time. <laughs> That's uh, That sounds super great. And this was all part of that company that you were with you were just that like, one was actually um while i was studying abroad so oh, that cool. one but the, all the other ones yeah were, that's with, super cool that's super cool what you were just like you know let's go climb this mountain like yeah. your friends were like <laughs> let's go the, t- I, the tour company i was with they were like we're gonna do a mountain climb whoever wants to come mm-hmm. come if you don't want to come stay back and i was like well um i'm a little sketched out being here by myself because mm. you know being a woman yeah traveling alone is kind of scary so i was like all right i guess i'm gonna go climb the mountain <laughs> um, almost died a few times but we made it you hey know? that's all that matters that's all that matters now you got those memories forever i <laughs> exactly, can't take those exactly <laughs> uh, that's super cool like um being able to have those kind of opportunities is something that a lot of people don't have like i uh i don't be going nowhere <laughs> you know what i mean i would love to climb a freaking no, mountain right next to a waterfall lucky. you know it's just it's super super awesome is there like uh you mentioned some of these places that you like to go right but i love to ask the negative is there a place that you were just like, ugh, ugh never yes. again? Yeah, which one? Okay, so every single person, and I'm not saying you shouldn't go here, mm. but this is a place that everyone loves, Paris. You hated Paris? Okay, Paris is great for a day. Yeah. Maybe two. Um, <laughs> maybe two. But I'm going to be honest, the people are really mean. Oh. Um. <laughs> There's a lot of pickpocketing. People give Italy a bad rap, but mm. there is a lot of pickpocketing, and mm. they will plow you down. <laughs> um, there, the public transportation is very difficult. Mm. It's just not my favorite place. I feel like it's it's very overrated. Yeah, well, compared to like... like you know all the other places that you could choose, and it's expensive. Oh sure, so all the other places you could choose to spend your money. I mm. mean, go see the Eiffel Tower. Go at night so you Leave. can see it sparkle. <laughs> uh, go to Palace of Versailles, mm-hmm. and that's and, and the Louvre. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. You're good. Get some fondue. Get some croissant. You'll be fine. <laughs> when you're going to all these places, like, what do you, like, do you have to, like, prep for it? Like, do you know, like, you, you, there's no way in hell you know all these languages, right? So, like, what do you do when you get to Paris? Do you speak French? So, we are actually super lucky speaking English because most countries in Europe, they speak other languages. Yeah. They're taught from kindergarten. All mm. So most of these kids and adults speak two, three, four, five languages. Wow. <laughs> so luckily, most people do speak English, at mm. least, you know, the people at the hotels and the transportation people that I kind of need to be in contact with. Yeah. Uh, we do try to pick up at least minor language mm-hmm. so that, you know, if there's an emergency, we know how to communicate with emergency personnel and mm-hmm. all things like that yeah uh, and we'll have like a little cheat sheet with us for the most part Bonjour. But, yeah. Bonjour, merci. <laughs> but i i actually didn't even speak fluent italian mm. uh while i was there i learned a decent bit yeah but i couldn't even speak italian fluently. <laughs> 
That's why it's kind of embarrassing, like going to these countries and they're like, oh, what languages do you speak? And I'm like, English. English. <laughs> and what else? English. <laughs> but are, are they like, uh, is it like other countries that are like stoked to speak English? Because like I've heard that from some people where they, they've been placed and they'd be like, oh my God, I can't wait to speak English because I, don't, I get to speak, they speak French all the time. They don't get to like practice and so, so they see you and they're like hey yeah. <laughs> so a lot of uh there will be a decent amount of people that are really excited to get to practice their english mm-hmm. but i think with the concentration of tourists especially in those major cities mm-hmm. they just they see you walk in yeah and they're like oh english like, yeah they, they just know by like your gate i really don't know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's that's super cool like you um but you also another thing you have to worry about by like, going to all these places is like, how do you how do you pack and prepare for a country you don't know anything about? Like you know, like I know you get like your, your normal stuff, but like who knows what February is like in in Morocco? It, what is, what weather is that? I have no freaking idea. You know. So the company I worked for actually did a really good job at kind of preparing us for when we were getting ready to go to the countries. Mm-hmm. They would tell us what the weather is going to be like, and we would check before we went. Mm-hmm. Um. But they, they were really great with kind of giving you some sort of something to go off of. Yeah. Especially if there was like a culture in the area like Morocco, you know, the women wore skirts and you're mostly covered. And especially mm-hmm. with the sun, you wanted to be covered anyway. But, you know, they'll kind of give you a little something to go off of. So mm-hmm. you're not completely thrown off when you get there. <laughs> Would you ever commit any like cultural faux pas while you're running around? Do you ever go in like a pantsuit over there and they'd be like, hey. um i'd like to think i didn't yeah but i'm sure i'm sure just being a naive american you know even some things as simple as like ice in your drinks like Mm. that's not something they do yeah in italy so like if you ask for ice they're gonna be like for what on ice like what they, they don't just have ice machines yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's something i never really thought of but you know it's like uh uh I, when i had uh, my friend tyler uh he was in the uh he was somewhere i don't remember where he was it's been so long but he was uh saying that he tipped and they were like yeah. um what are you doing don't do that he's like Some... but you give the tip and he's like no i'm paid to work here don't exactly actually... it's crazy do you ever Some people will... well so you can tip if it's like exceptional service mm-hmm. Um, or like if we knew the waiter, sometimes, you know, you'll leave behind a euro or two, mm-hmm. but that's something that they do not do at all because they're actually paid the, the wage to work there. <laughs> a livable wage? <laughs> I know. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to even hear any more of this. <laughs> yeah. So they, so you don't have to tip. So that's, it's a nice thing, you know, going out and seeing a price and knowing that that's going to actually be the price. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, traveling all the traveling all over the world, all these cool different places that you've been. Do you feel like you've gained anything from all of this? Oh, definitely. Yeah. I I really had never been outside of my family little bubble, mm-hmm. um, so it was really nice to break out, meet different people, see different cultures. Also, know like that there's other places that I fit in. Mm-hmm. Like I would move back if someone had told me that there was an opportunity in Italy, I'd move back in a heartbeat. <laughs> um, and it's crazy to think that because when I was younger, I never thought that I'd move out of New York. Yeah. 
So and here you are. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> in Georgia now. Yeah, wow, that was a mistake. No. <laughs> well, speaking of gaining knowledge, you know, you um, you've actually got like a whole bunch of degrees. Like you said, you went to why you were going through college and stuff. You were doing all this stuff. So like, you have something that's called a digital culture degree. Is what you sent I do. me? What is that? <laughs> What's digital culture? Uh, so digital cultures and technologies is. How to encapsulate it. It's a little bit of web design, a little bit of social media, a little bit of basically anything that is digital. Mm -hmm. um, and I went to a liberal arts college. I went to St. John Fisher in Rochester, New York. Mm -hmm. Loved it. Um, and there you can, with a liberal arts college, which I didn't really know the difference before going into it, mm -hmm. uh, before going to college. Liberal arts, you can, you know, you have to take a certain base course base courses um so there'll be base courses for the college and then base courses for the degree mm -hmm. but once you get past those like the required courses you can kind of cultivate it to be whatever you want oh cool so i kind of moved more towards social media uh as well as videography i mm -hmm. really wanted to go into film and so that's a lot of what my uh digital technology oh, degree is that's super cool that's super cool so like what what can you do with that. Um, there's a lot of things you can do with it. You can go into advertising, you mm -hmm. can go into web design, you can go into game design. I have a lot of friends that, you know, learned how to make video games. Mm -hmm. um, you can go into really your possibilities are kind of endless because we're in this digital technology world right now. Yeah. Uh, so everywhere kind of needs a digital specialist. Yeah. Yeah. You know, especially with like the older generation, some of the things that they didn't like, we grew exactly. up with this literally in front of us. And so it's like, Oh, you just do this. But they're like, what <laughs> is that? Exactly. <laughs> like you can work at a library and yeah. be the technology specialist. You can really do whatever you want. Huh? Well, what's the course load like? So you said you did your little, you did your normals and like everyone has to do. And then they're like, Alyssa Marie, you can do whatever. How the hell do you were just like, I'm going to pick this. There's probably like a huge book. I don't know. Like a, like a. Yeah. So I really couldn't choose. Um, and when I went to college, I'm a bargain queen. Mm. So when I went to college, I'm like, I'm paying for this really expensive college. Mm. I'm only, I'm only going once. Like, yeah. you know, who knows? Maybe I'll go back. That'd be yeah. great. I'd love to. <laughs> yeah. But realistically, I'm probably only going to be able to afford this, especially I, I got a scholarship. So I can only do this once. Yeah. And so I was like, I'm getting my money's worth. So I did two degrees and a minor. So every single semester I was taking at least 18 to 22 credits. Wow. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> Which is about five classes, I'd say. Yeah. Um, but it's really hard to choose which types of classes you want to take when you really like what you're doing mm -hmm. it was like there are so many classes that i didn't even get to take that i'm still like oh i wish i could have taken that yeah one. <laughs> um, and so i took film classes i took web design classes um i took advertising classes marketing classes and so it was really cool too because with the digital technology side of it it's very heavily male dominated mm -hmm. field. And so it would be really nice to be one of the only girls in the class and be like, Oh, I can help you with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. That's super cool. Because like, that's something that I, I, I don't didn't know anything about like a liberal arts, you know, I'm not really a college guy, but that sounds so like, 
the freedom, you know, of something like that. Like, like I can pick and choose and, and figure out exactly what my niche is going to be and still come out with something. A lot of the degrees exactly. that I see now, it's just like, well, I went for communications. And that's cool. But yeah. communication is such a big, broad thing. Like, it's kind of interesting to be able to, like, kind of bob and weave and pick something, like, more specific. You yeah. know, and that, and that could possibly be way more useful than... You know, because I'm sure a lot of people have, like, a business degree. I don't know. Exactly. You know, like, what does that mean? There's a, a bunch of businesses, you know? <laughs> so it's really nice to be able to kind of cultivate it to exactly what you want to do, which mm. is when I'm talking to anyone that's, you know, prospectively looking to go to college, um, I always explain to them the difference between a liberal arts and just a regular college or university because after going and seeing that you can really kind of hone into whatever you want to do mm-hmm. i would recommend that to anyone especially yeah. if you're more in like a creative field where there's more options of what you can do with that degree mm-hmm. i mean if you're going for biology you're going for biology yeah <laughs> you know you, yeah. You, there's only so much i feel i mean i don't i haven't taken biology yeah. but there's only so much or nursing mm-hmm. there's only so much leeway you can get there yeah but if you're in a creative field it's i think it's really beneficial to go to a liberal arts school could it be detrimental if, say, you're too specific? Like, say I'm, like, the world's best, I don't know, I don't even know how to, like, really narrow it down. Like, I'm really good at making <laughs> websites about horseshoes, right? That's my thing. <laughs> and, like, it, could that be a problem? I've never thought about this. So See, this is just my brain working. That's what's really awesome about it, about, like, the core classes, because I would have never, ever in a million years even thought about taking web design. Mm. But web design is one of the classes, web design one and That's two. That's a core class? Are, yep, are wow. one of the core classes for digital cultures and That's technologies. <laughs> and I literally never thought that I could do that. Mm-hmm. And so I tell people all the time, I'm like, it's really not as hard as you think. Yeah. Like, look into it. Just watch some YouTube videos to start yourself <laughs> out. It's not as bad as you think it would be. Yeah. Because everyone thinks coding and they're like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a scary thing. It's just a bunch of numbers and letters, but it actually makes a decent <laughs> amount of sense. <laughs> so what is your like end goal for all this? Now that you went through all of this fancy college and stuff like that, is there like a job that you were going to, you're gutting to get at some point in your life? Um, see, that's another thing. Mm-hmm. I don't have a set job that I would really, you know, that's like a dream job. I like to do a lot of things. Mm-hmm. So I would love to be um, an assistant director. Mm-hmm. Eventually, I would love to do editing for like movies or t- TV oh, shows that's... is actually where I <laughs> I like to be. TVs or docs. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also really love tourism in the travel industry. Yeah. You know, and I kind of never want to get out of that either. <laughs> and so it's like people ask me all the time. They're like, so what do you really want to do? And I'm yeah. like, ah. I like too many things to pick one. <laughs> I just want to be rich. No. Yeah, right. <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> well, you know, you said you went to the school in New York City, and that's something that I love. If you've ever talked to me, you know that that's my favorite. I've always wanted to go there, and it took years and years and years, and Jenna actually took me there, and it was the best, most amazing time, and mm. you grew up there. Yes. And that's so awesome. So I don't want my New Yorkers to get mad at me. I, I went to school in Rochester, which uh-huh. is about five hours from the city. Ooh. And then I lived on Long Island, uh-huh. which was about a 40-minute train ride. Mm-hmm. Um, and we would just go in, you know, after school. Yeah. After, for the weekend. And there's, like, these apps on your phone that you can just buy Broadway tickets. Like, oh, Super cool. cheap. Yeah. So we were seeing shows every weekend. <laughs> um, it's really one of... 
the most amazing places yeah. on this earth. Yeah, it's just there's so much going on. Like I, 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 I've lived here my whole life, and uh, there's not as much going on. You know, and I, I always have this need to like do something. Like I'm sitting in the house and be like, oh, I could be living my life. Yeah, you know, <laughs> and there's nothing. You know, it's or definitely like... a big uh, shock. <laughs> yeah, <coming from> the... <laughs> to to Georgia. Yeah, um, where they, everything gets like you know, it's like so few and far between, and you have to travel. Like you know, I've seen a whole bunch of shows. Um, and you have two. We're going to talk about here in a minute. Um, but I'm having to leave. You know, I'm having yeah. to like get in a car drive. and drive for hours and then to get a hotel and stuff like that. If you're a 40 minute train ride, that's just, I got off exactly. work, let's go see a show. Exactly. That, that's so awesome. That's so awesome. So like, before we get into all that super cool stuff, you were like, so what, what was it like being in that area? What was it like being so close, like growing up, like as a kid, like I just, I live here in the small town, you know, but like you, you could just enjoy life. It was really, I think it got really cool when I hit high school mm-hmm. and I was kind of able to go by myself mm-hmm. and my mom, you know, I would explain to my mom where we were going to go, when we would be back. Mm-hmm. She was like, all right, be safe, keep in contact, <laughs> text me when you get there. And we would just, me and my now fiance mm-hmm. and my best friends, we would just go into the city, go to a museum go see a show, go, just go to eat. Like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so many options. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's really something that I definitely took for granted. Um, I did not notice how many people haven't even been, Yeah. especially in New York. Like when I was going to college up in Rochester, one of my best friends, she lived in New York her entire life and never been to New York city Really? until I took her. Wow. <laughs> wow. How could you be that close? And not want to go. <laughs> but so like where we lived in New York, we, I'd say it's an amazing location. Mm-hmm. So it's still, it was still suburban. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, you can, walk around take a drive exactly (laughs) not not have people on top of you all the time Mm -hmm. but then you drive five minutes down the street and you're on a train to the city Mm -hmm. um but you could also drive to other states you know it's a four-hour drive to philadelphia Mm -hmm. two-hour drive to new haven hour and a half drive to newark so you know, you have all these other major cities as well. Mm-hmm. So, oh, there's something happening in Connecticut that we want to go to. Sure, let's take a two-hour <laughs> drive. Might as well. Yeah, might as well. Um, and that's something that, again, I took for granted. I, I didn't notice how how kind of spread out America is. Mm-hmm. And being in that little pocket over there of the Upper East Coast, I guess, yeah. considered. Sure. <laughs> and, you know, you have three international airports. Mm-hmm. And, it's just a really great area. Yeah. And then, you, like I said, you could just kind of go, like, you know. But you have the – it sounds nice because you got to do the best of both worlds, you know, as a Hannah Montana. Um, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like you could go and enjoy the craziness. And then you could be like, I'm not going to go there for a while, you know. Exactly. Exactly. That's what we say all the time. We yeah. actually literally say best of both worlds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's really funny that you say it that way. <laughs> Was it ever scary for you to go, like, when you first were going? Was it ever just like, ah. um, So there were definitely... So I did these theater camps when mm-hmm. I was younger. Um, and you'd have to audition. And then if you got in, you would go into the city, or if you lived in the city, I guess. But my friend and I would take the train to the city every day mm-hmm. um, and go in. And that's it was kind of a little nerve-wracking then because I didn't necessarily 
know, you know, oh, are the are the numbers going to be going up or are they going to be going yeah. down? Are they, <laughs> you know, so just direction wise. But honestly, I, I feel like people think New Yorkers are really scary. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, if there's like some crackhead yelling at you, you just just keep, keep walking. walking, like just keep walking. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no one's like like most of the time you're in at least a wellly lit area enough <laughs> yeah. that it's fine. It's, it's fine. fine. Yeah. <laughs> and we were there for, we were in the city for a week and we stayed in. Everyone was freaking out. We were in the Bronx. And they're like, oh my God, you're going to die or whatever. And I'm seeing like any running ahead is just as bad. I mean, it's just as bad, if not worse here. Exactly. People yelling, you know, yelling and screaming and just keep like, whatever. Like, I, what I enjoyed about it was the, like, a lot of people were like, I like, to say, like me. Like, I'm just like, I've got something. That I got I to gotta go here. Don't talk to me. I'm going to go here. I'm going to get here and I'm going to be done. Don't bother me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's what I do when I'm walking somewhere. And people are like, hey, like, hey, just keep going. I don't need you. I don't need your nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> so I just didn't know, like, you know, when you were a kid growing up, like, you were starting to do all this stuff. Like, I I think younger Josh probably would be like, uh, but now I'm just like, Psh, whatever. <laughs> it definitely prepared me to travel by myself because mm-hmm. um, I didn't think about it until now, but I was kind of doing that music camp thing <laughs> by myself when I was younger and it really it prepares you to be more independent i yeah. think that's good that's good so like uh you know you, you luckily got to live out in the in the outskirts to like learning to drive did you ever <laughs> drive into the hell i mean the city <laughs> <laughs> we actually did drive a decent amount yeah um especially if there were multiple people going mm. uh that way we could all pile in the car and not have to buy individual train tickets yeah <laughs> um but it, i wouldn't yeah. No, no, no. Unless you're going to like down, like kind of on the outskirts still. So we would go to like to these lupus walks in mm-hmm. South Street Seaport. Mm-hmm. Most of the time we would drive because, yeah. you know, parking's 20 bucks and easy. Bada yeah. bing, bada boom. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I wouldn't recommend it. I'm going to be honest. Because <laughs> uh, that's just one of the things I thought about when we were up there. I was just like, man, I'm so glad that we don't have to drive. Because what I hate driving, and and two, I've seen the drivers, and I'm like, yeah. I'll die, I'll just get run over. Like we'd be in like an Uber or something, going around the city, and just be like, wow, that was three times we could have died. So like, you know, yeah. my mom would have been like, <gasps> sucked all the air out of the car. At the oh, point. my mom hates it. My mom actually grew up in Brooklyn, mm-hmm. and begged her dad to move her out onto long island because she, they didn't she did not like the city um and she still didn't like it so whenever we would go in as a family i would be the navigator mm-hmm. i was the one so you know i'd be there with my mom but she's like freaking out doesn't know what's going on she's uh. like okay you're in charge <laughs> what did you have like a favorite place to go um like a go-to that's a really hard question that's what i'm here for here for the so hard the first thing that pops into my head is mm. two bros pizza yeah that's um, my second question what's <laughs> the best pizza because come on <laughs> there's quite a bit of really good pizza in the city obviously mm. but two bros and any place like it it's a dollar a slice yeah so you know you're getting two three slices <laughs> at a dollar each yeah you can't beat that. And there's actually a huge debate going on right now because they're increasing it to like a dollar twenty-five. Whoa! Come I on! Know, I come know on. they're pushing it. They're uh, ruining it. Come on, I can buy a pizza with pocket change. Now you got to get me more change. So what's the worst thing? What was your least favorite thing about living in New York? Um, the smell. 
<laughs> like the garbage the, the city smell is, is good. The city is very wet and smelly at times. <laughs> um, I'd say my least favorite thing of New York in general is snow and ice. Yeah. That, I do not miss the ice. We had an 80, what, 82 degree day here today. Yeah, it's awful. That... I cannot imagine being in New York right now where it hurts to breathe. (laughs) (laughs) I don't. I miss the snow. You Uh know, I like a a snow or two here or there. Yeah. But that's enough for me. You're not going to get that here. Don't worry. I mean, it's January. (laughs) It's January. It's hot. It's going to We got another like three, four days before it gets cold. I'm in shorts currently. (laughs) Currently in shorts. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. That's funny. But I mean, that makes sense because when we were there, I was just like, this place kind of stinks. But it didn't. Yeah. snow when we were there it was just like residual ice but we didn't have to drive in it public transportation the whole time you know we were best of both worlds you know what i mean <laughs> hannah montana bring that joke back um <laughs> but um living that close to the city you said you got to go see a lot of shows that's something like i said we have a, in common me and jenna always are going to go see whatever we got so like that's super cool so like what was some of your like favorite shows that you were able to go to um so one of my favorite shows, first show that pops to my head immediately, mm. um, was actually a Coheed show. Coheed, mm. I've seen almost 30 times now. <laughs> um, and I actually broke my ankle at the show. <laughs> but it was my first time crowd surfing, which is actually not how I broke my ankle. Um, <laughs> but this show, I can't even remember what venue it was right now. I know it, but can't think of the name. Yeah, it's okay. Um all of our friends were there. Yeah. Like, we were probably with a group of like 30 people. Oh, so cool. I spent the beginning of the show up at the front with my fiance, Devin, on the rail. Mm-hmm. And then I'd say right before the encore, I went to the back to go into the pit with the rest of my friends. Mm-hmm. And I crowd surfed for the first time. And then right during the last song, um, I was in the pit and, you know, everyone's pushing each other around. Mm-hmm. And my friend got knocked um into my friend's a really big guy he's a security guard actually yeah he got knocked into by another guy and they fell on me (laughs) and subsequently broke my ankle oh god and everyone's like how is this your favorite show still like how how and i just don't it was just such an amazing sometimes there's just those shows with just amazing energy Mm -hmm. that it just it stays in your mind forever. <laughs> <laughs> so after you broke your ankle, um, what did you do? Like, did you like you have to call an ambulance? You just limp out of there, um, go to the doctor. It's actually another crazy story. <laughs> um, so we were in the city, and so I limp out. They gave me an ice pack. They're like, "All right, have a have a good day." Who's you know, they? The, the security guards. Oh, okay. <laughs> they gave me ice and like a little glove. Yeah. They were not prepared at all. <laughs> um, so they give me the ice and they're like, all right, have a good day. Bye. And so I'm sitting outside as we're waiting for a taxi uh, with Devin and a few of our friends mm. and some of the band's family comes out. Oh, cool. And they were like, oh, no, what happened? And it was the last day of the tour. And I was like, yeah, I think I broke my ankle. And so they actually gave me their all access pass oh cool since the tour was over they didn't need it anymore uh-huh. they gave me their all access pass so that's still something that that's i have from awesome. that night that's super cool <laughs> oh my god this girl almost died here have it <laughs> congrats that's awesome that's awesome well we, we brought this up a little bit before but living that close to new york you were like spoiled with options oh, what, yeah. what is that like like how do you choose who to go see you can see literally any band i could probably name right now we have seen like 
so many awesome bands. Yeah. Uh, Black Sabbath, mm-hmm. Guns N' Roses, uh, Marilyn Manson. So we've seen a ton of bands, Smashing Pumpkins. Mm-hmm. Um, and a really cool thing about being in New York and being a concert goer mm-hmm. is, you know, you'll be walking into a venue and there's a venue people like people that actually work there yeah selling tickets for another show this week for 20 bucks oh nice so you're like sure i'll go see black sabbath might as well might as well i'm in the area (laughs) (laughs) and so we would be going to especially over the summer we probably went to like five shows a week yeah uh during school i'd say two or three a week Mm -hmm. um and that's thanks to my fiance's amazing father he would bring us to all of these crazy shows <laughs> all over new york yeah. and the tri-state area up there yeah um and there's just so there's something happening every day yeah. you know every day of the week no matter what there's there's going to be a show yeah um and so you really just you're like why not might yeah. as well <laughs> might as well do it while you can Did you ever get sick of it you ever just like oh man you know i guys i don't think i can do it <laughs> another show this week there definitely were some shows that i've skipped out on Mm -hmm. so i'm around 200 devin's probably around 300 or 350 yeah um and that's because i did skip out on a handful of shows um sometimes it's just it's just too much yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) well yeah at some points in your life you had like a million hours worth of coursework you have to deal with and all this other stuff it's just like Guys, I can't. You, you know, I get. I, I got to sleep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you do have to sleep to function as a human. <laughs> it's pretty rude. <laughs> well, what was like the biggest band you saw? Like the biggest band? Like people were like, oh my god, I can't believe you went and got to see them. Or like a huge concert, like something like Madison Square or anything. Um. Oh, we so, we see shows at Madison. We, all, all the time. time. Yeah. All the time. We actually, yeah. my first Coheed show is at Madison of Square course. Garden. <laughs> <laughs> I I do have a funny story about that. Sure. show Now that I'm thinking about it, so. Devin uh, likes to go to shows super, super early. Yeah. I like to get there early, but not in an obscene way. <laughs> so he wakes me up at 3 a.m., get out of bed. We're in standing outside of Madison Square Garden by 5 a.m. Mm-hmm. I'm wrapped in a blanket because I'm freaking tired and cold. Yeah. Because it was January, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, well, January is only 82 degrees. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and... So someone actually thought that we were homeless, though, and came and gave us money. Hell yeah. Did you take Uh, it? No, we bought hot dogs for homeless people and gave it to them. (laughs) (laughs) But then later in the day, my friends had all gone to, you know, go get us some food. And I'm holding down the spot on the line. Mm. This man who thinks I'm homeless again comes up to me. And is getting all nice and close. And I call my friends, Devin and my other friends, to come back. Mm. All of a sudden, I see sprinting around the corner all three of my friends. And they're screaming at this guy. And I don't know why. It's just a really funny memory I have. <laughs> what kind of blanket were you wrapped in? Was it made of, like, like a burlap? Comforter. Like, come on. I don't know why they thought you were all homeless. I know. I know. I, I didn't have makeup on yet. I was... Th- I, I show up to concerts and I get ready throughout the day. Yeah. You know, well, what, if I'm getting there at 5 a.m., I, I need to get ready throughout the day. I can't show up with makeup on. What time's the show? Like, probably late. Yeah. Like, and most of the time, doors were o'clock. at 7 yeah. and then the show was at 8. Yeah. Yeah. So what the hell are you... What are you even... There's literally no reason he... Well, you and gotta... any Coheed fans listening to this, you guys know. There is no... <laughs> 
reason for him to get there that early. <laughs> you gotta be first. First, yeah, just has to. Hey. It's just fun, you yeah. know. And I think the best part about it is then all your friends start showing up, mm-hmm. and we've met so many of our friends. Like my best friends are from concerts. Yeah, the people I'm gonna have standing next to me in my wedding, besides my siblings, mm. are our friends from concerts. Yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of crazy thinking yeah. about it's that. It's super cool. But you know, you just start talking to people online and meeting people and making really, really awesome friends. And you got 14 hours waiting in line. You might exactly. as well get used to <laughs> <laughs> And at least you know you have one thing in common. <laughs> so um uh well you've mentioned uh you know my boy Devin, you know, um it, uh you guys have that particular band in common, Coheed. You guys have seen a lot of Coheed shows. How many have you seen? Just this one band. Coheed, I think I'm at 27 right now. <laughs> um, I'm almost at 30. I will be at 30 after this tour. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that's a lot. I've seen a lot of. I've seen a lot of shows, and I don't think I've. I definitely haven't seen 30 of one band. Does it ever get tired? You ever just Literally like never. we're doing this set again? Really? No, we've seen them. We've seen them like five times on one tour and you know that they're not changing the set list you know maybe a song or two here or there but it's just the being around the people and the music it's just insane yeah they're they're a band that i will never get tired of seeing (laughs) we just went on a coheed cruise yeah yeah that's insane (laughs) that's insane i never want to be trapped on a boat with one of the bands that i like no i was terrified to go on this cruise why I've never been on a cruise. The biggest boat I've been on is like the Staten Island Ferry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so, but it was it was an insane, insane, amazing experience. Yeah. What was it like being on the cruise? Like how many show um, how many shows did they play on the cruise? So they played one, two, three full shows on the cruise. That's cool. Um, like full band sets. And then there were a bunch of other bands on the cruise too. So mm-hmm. Spirit Box is a huge band I've gotten into recently, thanks to the cruise. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hail the Sun, who's one of my all-time favorites. Um, Weird Science, which is the drummer of Coheed's side project. That's one that was the, one of the, song, the song that Devin picked for his... Uh... Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Josh is pretty awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's so like how does one get that deep into a band see them 30 times get on a boat trap with fans <laughs> that are with it how do you how do you dive that far in is there something they put in the drinks um, <laughs> there really must be um <laughs> i don't know the songs just really hit deep mm. and they know how to make their songs hit very deep mm. um and then what really elevates it is the fans the other friends that you're going with yeah it I don't even know. It just happened. <laughs> That's what a drug addict says. No. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, it at least happened. it's not drugs. <laughs> well, you're also part of this uh, thing called the Friends and Family. What What is that? I think Devin talked about it a little bit, but I keep hearing about it. I keep seeing it on y'all's posts. And I'm like, all right, we're friends and family. What does that mean? You part of your blood? What is this? <laughs> um, no, we just go to a ton of shows. Uh-huh. Um, and started hanging out i guess Mm -hmm. not necessarily hanging out but just you know after after you go to so many shows and comic cons Mm -hmm. and comic book signings and side projects Mm -hmm. so they're just a really personable band i'd Mm -hmm. say and they really care about their fans and they really want to get to know their fans Mm -hmm. um and so they just you know you just start 
to get to know people, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> That's super cool. So they just like, do they y'all get special tickets? Something no. like you know, they just they just out. You in the middle of the set. They're like, that's that's, that's Devin. That's okay, Devin they and do Melissa. do that. Yeah, to Devin. that's cool. No, that's cool. Especially if it's like your band. You're like, oh, I'd be freaking out. You know, like it's it, it's pretty cool. Yeah. I'm telling you, it just elevates it even more. Yeah, it just keeps yeah. going up. Yeah, it's just like part of the crew, you know. That, that's that's super awesome. That's super awesome. So like, um, well, you said you're you're gonna hit three more shows this year on their tour. So like, you kind of like, are you guys gonna be following them or just spread so, out? So kind of spread out. So I'm gonna be going to Las Vegas and California, mm-hmm. and then together, Devin and I are going to Vermont. Nope, Virginia, <laughs> and. I want to say Connecticut, and uh-huh. then he's also going to Pennsylvania. <laughs> um, and it's it's just a super cool, yeah, super cool fan base to be part of. I have actually shot Coheed, taken pictures at their concerts before. Mm-hmm. Um, that's something I'm trying to dabble in is concert yeah. photography. Oh, that's the dream. <laughs> that's the dream. That would be a dream yeah. job is to be like a band's actual photographer and mm-hmm. get to go on tour with them. Yeah, that especially if you insane. dig the band, like that would suck. Oh, if that you had to be... like you know you're not a big country guy and you're like, oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. Take the same picture with them leaning. Okay, off of us. I'll take that back. A band that I really <laughs> like, their photographer. <laughs> oh man so, so you're gonna fly to these places or are you just gonna you're gonna get in the car and drive <laughs> so i am flying out to the west coast mm. um my best friend lives there and so i'll be you know staying with her and driving with her but for the other ones we're just driving yeah yeah we just take road trips <laughs> that sounds super fun <laughs> so that's the exciting part for me is like to to just the anticipation of a show. Sometimes the shows aren't even that good. But, like, I'll know it's on my little calendar and it's coming up. And I'm like, as long as it doesn't get canceled, I'm so stoked just to be like, you we're going to see a show. We're going to yeah. go see a show. There's going to be a lot of like-minded people in this building and I'm going to be having fun. Yeah. And, like, I just, like, especially if it's a band that I like, there's some concert I've been to, I'm just like, Bleh, you know. But, like, there's an energy that you get from going to live music. Like, music is, like, my thing. Um, But... When you're there and you're surrounded by hundreds and sometimes thousands of people who all know every lyric, you're just like, it, it makes you like, you all become like this one like yeah. thing. And there's, I've never felt anything like it. And that's sometimes why like, I'll just start go. crying. Yeah, it's just, it's just this feeling like you just like, at, like at peace. Like I'll know, like I'll be going through a lot. Like we were looking for going to a concert, going to a concert. I finally get there and the music starts coming on and it's just like, ah, oh, like we did it. <laughs> We made it to the show. <laughs> you know? That's why it's rough when you don't have anything scheduled and mm. you're like, all right, well, what am I even supposed to look forward right? to? Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> like, we've got some shows that are coming up and hopefully with this whole pandemic thing, they don't get canceled, but it's like some of my all-time favorite bands are going to be playing and I, I like, I'm so excited that just that, just having like, I know, and like, yeah. you know, 300 days, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're going to go. It's going to be, it's going to be worth it. And even if the show sucks. I'm gonna be going to the show. <laughs> it's yeah, gonna be, it's gonna be awesome. So that's why I'm always like preaching the gospel of music or whatever. But I just feel like if you haven't been to a show, go. Even I mean, it doesn't even have to be music you like. There's something about like you see someone just upstairs, being there, being there. You know, it just it's just ah, it's my music so good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but we are getting close to our hour, so we're gonna start wrapping things up. So if there's anything you would like to plug or throw out there, just please do. This is your time to shine. All right. So if you want to give me a follow, I do have a food account. I'm very passionate about food. Uh, it's called Full Alyssa, F-U-L-L-A-L-Y-S-S-A. Mm-hmm. Um, or my Instagram is Lissie, L-Y-S-S-I-E, 1010. 
Um, and you can check out my fiance's podcast, the <laughs> All Things Coheed podcast. It's pretty rad. It's pretty rad. You might hear me make some surprise appearances sometimes. <laughs> um, that's all I got. That's all you got. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Those are good. Those are good. Solid plugs. Definitely check out her food. And you know, like I said, like she said, Devin's podcast is always fun. Devin's a fun guy. And that, um, I haven't even heard you on there. So I'm gonna have to dig around and see. That's super cool. That's super I'm cool. not on too often. Yeah. I usually just make like little comments in the back. Hey, you're wrong, Devin. <laughs> yeah, no, that that aren't. We might like the same bands, but we have very different tastes in those bands. That's good. That's good. You need to be able to have conflicting. That exactly. way you're not just so samey, you know, disagree. It's fun to disagree sometimes, you know? Exactly. You know, it'd be boring to have someone who agrees with you all the time. That sucks. Um, so uh, I told you before we started, we're going to have a final question. But as you know, there's two final questions. The first one is my favorite question to ask anyone. What is your favorite song right now? My favorite song right now would probably be Circle With Me from Spirit Box. Oh, so what's so good about that song? Uh, so Spirit Box has a female singer, mm-hmm. uh, or screamer, I guess I should say, <laughs> and she's just intense. She just <laughs> can like open up her spirit mm. and just like scream, and she's awesome. Awesome, uh, awesome. Yeah, <laughs> that's super cool. <laughs> so what I'll do is I'll take that song and I'll put it on the playlist. That playlist it has your song and everyone's song that's going to sit in this chair until in perpetuity until i stopped doing this show um but it's called bitter and jaded the original motion picture soundtrack um jenna named jenna named it and uh it's just <laughs> so fun i every every week every week it gets weirder and more like strange and interesting and it's just like the, my fun little part of the internet um and so uh go out and check it out it's super cool um and uh i have your final question are you ready yes okay um are you sure this is pretty intense uh, i think so okay, um is uh is there a pumpkin in your pocket? Jenna. <laughs> no. That was actually my number one Spotify rap song from how much we play in the office. <laughs> she actually was taking bets. She was like, I bet she's going to pick pumpkin in my pocket for her. So for you guys don't know, that, that absolute banger of a hit. We went to Chuck E. Cheese uh, for Jenna's birthday. And um, uh, for some reason, Pumpkin in My Pocket came on. And it's been this whole thing now. And it's it won't banger. End. Banger. Look it up. Look it up. But seriously, um, Jenna says that you actually have hella dresses with pockets. I do. So your question is, what is something that you always have in your pockets that's not a pumpkin? Hmm. <laughs> Not a pumpkin. I'd say my phone. Yeah. <laughs> I, the world lives on my phone. True, true. What would we do without our phones? What would we do without our phones? You know what I mean? Because yeah. it, it connects us to every single person. Literally everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it's crazy to think that like there was a time when we didn't have them. You know, I, I, I do it without even thinking. I'll go somewhere and I'll just be like, and I'll just like, nothing be going on. And you, I used to probably, at least I think, I don't know. You could just occupy my brain now i'm just like i guess i'll pull my phone out you know and i yeah. won't even be looking at anything like why don't i even have this stupid thing in my hand like oh and then you know, be talking sometimes i find myself doing that i'm like what am i even looking what? for nothing. nothing put it down put it down <laughs> put it down you know <laughs> well thank you so much for coming on the show um this has been super fun um yeah, I had thanks a good for time. having me yeah absolutely absolutely and if you're out there and you want to come on my show please do um, I have a website. It is uh, com, or you can email me directly at bitterandjadedpodcast at gmail.com. It goes directly to my phone. 
And we can set something up. She's sitting in front of me, but you don't have to do that. We can do it over Skype. We can do whatever. I got a whole bunch of new stuff coming up. So if you guys want to be part of that, if you're out there, I don't know if you listened to last week's episode, you might be like, oh, I've been thinking about it. Hit me up. We're going to do this. We're going to do this forever. Um, and so my outro, uh, I say this every week. One of these days, someone's going to email me and tell me if they like this or not. But it's called Musical Musings, and I love it. And I, I feel because there's so much support, I'm just going to keep doing it. <laughs> <laughs> no one ever tells me they love it. I love it, so I'm not going to stop it. doing it. Thank you. See, there's one. There's one. Um, so uh, your song is um, uh, from one of my favorite bands, but I really only like this one album. A lot of people know them from their radio hit thing, but the band is Cage the Elephant, um, and uh, the song seen is called... Um, you've seen them? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but their, uh, their song is uh, Indie Kids, and this actually came off their second um album that was like it came out in 2011 it was right after the other one it's called thank you happy birthday and that song or that whole album is like awesome like if you listen to their other one that's like radio hits and stuff like that it's more like i don't know this one they seem pissed and i love it <laughs> like the whole time they just seem like they're like upset or like they're going through stuff and he's like there's guttural noises that he makes and it's the same band that sings that song from borderlands you know but it's so good so besides what i'm about to say right now Go out there and listen to that album. Again, it's Thank You Happy Birthday. It's super fantastic. But your song um, is, uh, he says that, While the world goes down the drain, I eat my popcorn from the bag. Some people say that I've gone mad. And like when he says that, he's like, mad. There's just something about it. It's just like, check that album out, please. I'm going to add that song to the playlist as well. It's just super interesting and weird. And the rest of their stuff, I think what happened was, at least in my humble opinion, they made a lot of money and they were like, cool, we can do whatever we want to. And they made this album and no one listened to it. And so they're like, maybe we should not do whatever we want to. And they started making other stuff. So anyway, if you want to hear what, what my last three weeks have sound like, specifically this album on constant rotation. But again, thank you, Alyssa Marie, for coming on my show. Um, and uh, I will talk to you later, okay? Sweet. Bye. Bye. <laughs>